0: Bridge Toll California customer service number Highway miles to the gallon Ford Focus Thailand Cave rescue operation What is schema F Best wine bars in San Carlos California Best Western Hotels How old is Ronaldo What happened with Big Gravel How long give? before a wedding should I send out How many save the dates are in the first series Use of IMAP the to playoffs. check email on other email clients Identify fonts from where enemy. to find Hope Welcome to SEO Workflow Week on the Voices of Search podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and this week we're going to publish an episode every day discussing how to keep your SEO efforts prioritized and organized. Joining us for SEO Workflow Week is Cassie Dell, who is a client success manager for Searchmetrics, which is an SEO and content marketing platform that helps enterprise scale businesses monitor their online presence and make data driven decisions. So far this week, Cassie and I have talked about the workflows for conducting your SEO research, setting your SEO strategy, and yesterday we talked about implementing your SEO projects and the process for making sure that you're doing that successfully. And today we're going to talk about how to evaluate your SEO efforts. And this podcast is also sponsored by Hrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health backlinks and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Here's the fourth installment of SEO Workflow Week with Cassie Dell, Client Success Manager at Searchmetrics. Cassie, welcome back to SEO Workflow Week on the Voices of
1: Search podcast. Hey, Ben. Happy Thursday.
0: Happy Thursday. We're getting close to the finish line here. We're already talking about how to evaluate our SEO projects. We've gone through the process of understanding our research, understanding our organization, our goals, who our customers are. And then figuring out what we need to do from an SEO perspective to reach them. We're going to set our SEO strategies. And yesterday, you and I talked about how to implement your projects. My takeaway from that conversation was that you need to, first off, get a baseline. Second, do the development and work. And then three, be pretty strategic about how you're going to roll out your project to understand whether you're going to roll everything out at once or whether it's going to be a rolling launch. And that gets us into the project evaluation phase. Assuming that we have, you know, a reasonable baseline to evaluate, are you just doing an AB test for every SEO project you're doing? What was the before and after? What's your process for thinking about evaluating your campaigns?
1: Yep. I always tell clients avoid looking at just one part of the data. Some people can just get stuck at reporting one important project that they feel the most personally tied to, and then they're missing half the picture or they're only looking at desktop and not focusing on mobile. So definitely just making sure to take a look at every single thing that we've implemented towards this project that makes sure that we can track what we're looking to do.
0: It's interesting philosophy that you have to look at the data in aggregate, but you also have to look at it from a very segmented point of view where I've run SEO projects where, you know, mostly if they're on the technical side, you've seen not great results, but then you split everything up by desktop versus mobile. And all of a sudden, you're seeing that we saw a significant decrease in one and a significant increase in the other. And they blended together, make it look like nothing happened. Well, that doesn't really tell the whole picture. So when you go through evaluation, there's a couple of different components that could weigh in. You know What's the time frame you're looking at? How are you slicing and dicing your data? What are some of the other things that you're looking at to evaluate your projects and making sure that you're getting the whole picture?
1: Yep. Definitely timeline is one of the most important things. So let's say it's been three months and we don't see a lot of movement. However, like you said, on maybe that mobile section, we tend to see a lot of movement. Some things could be really successful in one category and not as successful in the other. So really keeping an eye on that. And then obviously the way we kind of Tag and segregate things, especially keywords according to our business. It's helpful to kind of look at that as well because different segments, or maybe different as an e-com site, let's say product category, let's say we sell candles and pillows, and pillows is doing really well. It's picking up all of these things. Maybe that's just an easier industry to get into. Whereas something like candles can be a little bit more trickier and it could take us longer. There's a lot more competition. So, things like that, that's kind of why we granularize and segregate all that data. Because in some areas, it could work quicker versus slower, it could work better versus worse. So it's helpful for us to audit all that and see that data and make changes accordingly.
0: There's two things that pop into my mind listening to what you're talking about. And one is you mentioned the timeline. You know, I think that this is something that a lot of non SEOs that are evaluating the effectiveness of SEOs get frustrated with. How long does it take for us to see if this campaign works? And there is no way for us to say, hey, we're going to roll out this you know, new list of keywords or there's new content and we're going to understand the impact of it in one week or two weeks, right? You just don't have a great sense of how and when and why Google is going to adjust your rankings based on your content. And there is some predictability once you start seeing the ball moving But when Google decides to start reprioritizing, your content is kind of up in the air. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help, and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E.io. How do you think about not only setting the timeline in terms of when you're running your evaluation for your campaigns, but also how to communicate realistic expectations to your leadership.
1: For sure. I'd always tell folks to keep a pulse on whatever Google's doing. you have done a much better job at indicating like some upcoming important things or upcoming ranking factors. So as you're working on content, let's say you've had a strategy going for a while, knowing that that authoritative content needs to be there. It needs to have some type of backing to it. Adjust that strategy accordingly. And then... Obviously, you'll kind of be in better shape to know that performance is going to follow not only something that's good for your company, but also what's good and Google's favoring that kind of content as well.
0: Yeah, I'm a big fan of going back to the SEO strategy part of our conversation when you're setting the expectations when you're trying to say, hey, if we implement this project, we think this will be the outcome setting a range for time of how long you think it'll take. Look, this could take two weeks to two months for us to realize what the impact of the content we're going to develop. And so we're going to evaluate it at the two-week mark and see what happened. And then we're going to keep going and we're going to evaluate it at the one and two-month mark. And so you could set milestones and checkpoints to give your leadership data, let them know that you're evaluating the campaigns, but also giving them time to get to maturity. And that's something I think that's really important. And the biggest problem with SEO for most marketers is it can be a slow to develop channel and you have to continually invest in it for you to actually see the fruits of your labor. Cassie, are there any other tips that you have in terms of your workflow when you're going through the project evaluation phase?
1: Yeah, always kind of keep an eye on all of those items. Like we're also measuring against competitors. But we're also measuring against ourselves. So are we growing week over week? Are we growing month over month, year over year? Like you just said, there's really no right answer. And I think as SEOs, we kind of tend to play detective all the time. It makes our job really, really interesting. But at the same time, we're also taking chances on something that's researched and put together that we believe is going to work, but some things might change along the way. So honestly, just not holding yourself to those really difficult bars and being flexible to understand, you know what? I had this strategy, but I see my competitors are doing something. I'm going to try this out also. This is very interesting. So being flexible is really important in SEO.
0: I think that's really good advice. I think that understanding the overall landscape is something that you need to look at. Look, we made this change to content and we didn't see much of an impact. On the flip side, we saw you know manual penalties for this other project that we had from Google. Well, that context matters. It's going to impact how you think about evaluating your campaign. Your campaign is not happening in a vacuum. The changes you're making are not the only thing that's happening to your site. It's very hard to get a true isolated test when we're talking about search. And that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Cassie Dell, who is a client success manager at Search Metrics. Join us again tomorrow when Cassie and I talk about the workflows for gathering your learnings and reporting to your team. If you're interested in contacting Cassie, you could find a link to her LinkedIn profile in our show notes, or you could visit her company's website, which is searchmetrics.com. You can also send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions. You can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter. And my personal handle is BenJShap. B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed... We're going to publish episodes every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember the answers are always in the data.